welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Happy New Year, everybody. It's your girl, Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone. And your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for yourselves and everyone, everywhere, all over the world. And regardless of what the new year brings, let us step into 2022 with faith in the divine love, power, and strength of the living God that dwells within us, not lingering in the passing years, trials, and tribulations. But pushing on a little further, let us aim for the highest of heights, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically, worldwide and universally, by breaking the cycle of hate and darkness. And moving through this world in love, let us strive to live every day of our lives in the light of our mighty I Am Presence, because it matters. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life. Happy New Year to everybody everywhere. And y'all be loved. As I am dictating these words to the messengers through amplifiers which your outer world has not yet known, these words and this radiation are going forth in the mental and feeling world of humanity, which will immediately start into operation, and as the students and individuals contact these words from time to time, they will find an immediate response which will enable them to feel the truth and the reality of which I speak. Oh! That humanity, who through church service after church service are acknowledging my ascension, Oh, why can they not feel the true reality, and know that in my ascended, eternal, light body, I can and do reach all who will open their hearts to my reception. O oh, children of earth! Learn to couple your feeling of the truth, with the acknowledgement of the truth that you wish to have manifest in your life. Then you will be enabled to go forth to any height of achievement in your quest for freedom. I am the open doorway which no man can shut. Your mighty I am presence is the truth, the way and the life. Your mighty I am presence is the light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Your mighty I am presence is your directing intelligence, your exhaustless, sustaining energy. Your mighty I am presence is the voice of truth speaking within your heart, the light enfolding you in its luminous presence, your eternal belt of protection through which no human creation can pass, your eternal reservoir of exhaustless energy which you can release at will through your conscious charging. Your mighty I am presence is the fountain of eternal youth and beauty which you can call into action and expression in your human form today. Your mighty I am presence is your resurrection and the life of your body and of your world of action into that perfection which the heart of every human being so much desires. Listen, O beloved students of light. When you are uttering these decrees for yourselves and I am uttering them for you, do you not see that we are doing it for all the rest of mankind as well as ourselves? That when you issue a decree of and through the I am, you are issuing that for everyone else as well as yourselves. This is how the application and expression of the I am becomes all-powerful, exhaustless in its activity, and forever acts beyond the realm of human selfishness. Why? Because you are asking for every one of God's children the same perfection which you are calling into action for yourselves. This is not possible except in the use of the I am statements and application, 
For acting within the I am presence takes you instantly out of the activity wherein there is human selfishness. This is why the earnest, sincere student who will cast out all doubt and fear will find himself or herself acting within a sphere of positive, definite activity which knows no delay or lack of accomplishment in anything. Then, O oh beloved ones, do you not see how you are then acting in a world of infallibility, wherein your decrees enable the full power of the I am to move into action, causing all human in harmony and limitation to move out. Such freedom, health, prosperity and harmonious action shall come forth for America and the world as have never before been experienced on earth. The students who will join us in this decree will render a service which will bless them throughout the ages. Only because America is the cup, the holy grail, do we often speak of America first. All should know without question that what blesses America blesses the world. The fullness of my love, light, and blessing I leave with yourselves, all the students and all mankind, that the light within each heart may be so quickened that you and they will no longer know limitation of any kind, and the light becomes so powerful that its very radiance consumes all human creation accumulated through the past or present, setting all forever free. My love enfolds all forever. Beloved Jesus the Christ. Isis Unveiled, Chapter 14 The perfect identity of the rites, ceremonies, traditions, and even the names of deities, among the Mexicans and ancient Babylonians and Egyptians, are a sufficient proof of South America being peopled by a colony which mysteriously found its way across the Atlantic. When? At what period? History is silent on that point. But those who consider that there is no tradition, sanctified by ages, without a certain sediment of truth at the bottom of it, believe in the Atlantis legend. There are, scattered throughout the world, a handful of thoughtful and solitary students, who pass their lives in obscurity, far from the rumors of the world, studying the great problems of the physical and spiritual universes. They have their secret records in which are preserved the fruits of the scholastic labors of the long line of recluses whose successors they are. The knowledge of their early ancestors, the sages of India, Babylonia, Nineveh, and the imperial Thebes, the legends and traditions commented upon by the masters of Solon, Pythagoras, and Plato, in the marble halls of Heliopolis and say, traditions which, in their days, already seemed to hardly glimmer from behind the foggy curtain of the past, all this, and much more, is recorded on indestructible parchment, and passed with jealous care from one adept to another. These men believe the story of the Atlantis to be no fable, but maintain that at different epochs of the past, huge islands, and even continents, existed where now there is but a wild waste of waters. In those submerged temples and libraries, the archaeologists would find, could he but explore them, the materials for filling all the gaps that now exist in what we imagine is history. They say that at a remote epoch a traveler could traverse what is now the Atlantic Ocean, almost the entire distance by land crossing in boats from one island to another, where narrow straits then existed. Our suspicion as to the relationship of the cisatlantic and transatlantic races is strengthened upon reading about the wonders wrought by Quetzalcoatl, the Mexican magician. His wand must be closely related to the traditional sapphire stick of Moses, the stick which bloomed in the garden of Ragel Jethro, his father-in-law, and upon which was engraved the ineffable name. H.P. Blavatsky The four men described as the real four ancestors of the human race, 
who were neither begotten by the gods, nor born of woman, but whose creation was a wonder wrought by the Creator, and who were made after three attempts at manufacturing men had failed, equally present some striking points of similarity with the esoteric explanations of the Hermetists. They also undeniably recall the four sons of God of the Egyptian Theogony. Moreover, as anyone may infer, the resemblance of this myth to the narrative related in Genesis, will be apparent to even a superficial observer. These four ancestors could reason and speak, their sight was unlimited, and they knew all things at once. When they had rendered thanks to their Creator for their existence, the gods were frightened, and they breathed a cloud over the eyes of men that they might see a certain distance only, and not be like the gods themselves. This bears directly upon the sentence in Genesis, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil, and now, lest he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, etc. Then again, while they were asleep God gave them wives, etc. We disclaim that least intention to disrespectfully suggest ideas to those who are so wise as to need no hint. But we must bear in mind that authentic treatises upon ancient magic of the Chaldean and Egyptian lore are not scattered about in public libraries and at auction sales. That such exist, is nevertheless a fact for many students of the arcane philosophy. Is it not of the greatest importance for every antiquarian to be acquainted at least superficially with their contents? The four ancestors of the race, adds Max Muller, seem to have had a long life, and when at last they came to die, they disappeared in a mysterious manner, and left to their sons what is called the hidden majesty, which was never to be opened by human hands. What it was we do not know. H. P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 14 You can understand anything in this universe that is of God or God's manifestation by sending your love through your attention to that which you want to understand and ask the great central sun magnets love to draw that understanding back into you. Then your beloved I Am Presence has a clear, open doorway through which to draw to you in any moment, anything it might wish to use to give you a magnificent experience in this world that would bring you joy for all eternity. Now, let us take one more thing, and I will not hold you too long tonight. I want to give you a few simple things that are so clear, you can never lose them or never forget them. The healing which mankind requires needs to be the healing of that love. Therefore, if you send your love to the mighty I in presence and the great central sun magnet, and ask that its love come in and around you as the healing love of the universe, it would automatically just draw everything up and out of the vibratory action that is the discord. It would change every vibration in and around you and would become the purifying flame that releases the substance of the outer self from the discord and impurity imposed upon it. Now your great central sun magnet's love is absolutely imperative if you want to draw to yourself supply. You so often, you know, look to the outer world and scratch around out here to get this and that and something else. Poor blessed humanity. The day you can get them to send their love to their mighty I am presence and the ascended host and ask the presence to draw to them what they require, just because they love the presence, there will not be such a thing as lack anywhere in this world. When people want supply from the outer world, if they would just first love the presence, turn away from the need and give that presence some love, and call to the great central sun magnet to release the love that draws the things, if things you require, of this world into your outer use harmoniously, to produce perfection for you and never bring with them one problem. Don't you think I am strong? 
and I am strong for the understanding of that love, and I am determined to use all the power of creation, if need be, to bring this before the attention of mankind until they believe me enough to at least experiment with it until I can prove to them, by their own use of it, the magnificence of its power and the eternal law of its action. So, the next time you need anything in the physical world, whether be money or things or friends or opportunities, before you even look to the outer world for them, won't you just send your love to your presence, and then to the great central sun magnet, and ask it to pour its love down and around you, and draw to you that which fulfills the requirements, fulfills the divine plan, and leaves in your world more love than you will ever require again. Beloved Elohim Hercules The day mankind are taught to draw, to give love first to the mighty I am presence and the great host, and then draw love into this world to solve these problems, there cannot live longer the hordes of darkness, and they are dark because they lack that love. That which is here must someday become purified and made self-luminous once again. And the love from the great central sun magnet is the only power that can do it. That love is your violet consuming flame. That love is the great creative word I am. That love is your own heart's flame. That love is your higher mental body. That love is your electronic presence. That love is all the substance of light in the universe, and that love is power supreme. That love is God's eternal victory, which you have used in your decree tonight. Keep it up, knowing it is the love from the great central sun magnet, its power of love, when you give those decrees, and see for yourselves whether your answer is instantaneous and eternal. It may take a little bit of time at first before it reaches that quick response, and yet, if you send the feeling intense enough, the response will be instantaneous. Dear ones, the joy is so great when you know you have all power, all freedom, and all authority to give that love, and then know the power of the great central sun magnet's love flows into the conditions of this world, and you stand and observe those conditions changed in answer to your call. Many times, you don't even have to do a thing. Events of life will automatically change those conditions for you harmoniously, permanently, and then your changed conditions will never bring you another problem. Your obligation to your presence and to the life of the universe around you is to give that love first. Your obligation to your fellowmen in this world is to teach all life to love the source of life that gives them existence, and to love the central source that produces manifestation. May the strength of my heart's love ever abide within and around you as God's eternal victory for which you have called. And when you think of me, instead of thinking of me as someone with strong muscles, I would rather you would think of me as one whose heart's flame is strong with love to life that can never be exhausted, that loves to love, and loves to give of itself to bring everything into the great joy of the eternal victory of God's perfection, in the ascended master's octave, and to dissolve and consume in this world everything that is not the love of eternal light, the love of eternal perfection. Beloved Elohim Hercules <laughs>